going to read some of the verses. I gave them 46 through 52, then Acts chapter 6, verse 6 and 8. I want to start in Mark chapter 10. I want to start in verse 47. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth speaking of the blind man, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. I'm glad no one's holding me back tonight. But he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. Then over in the book of Acts chapter 3, Acts chapter 3, verse 6 through 8. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ, of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, went back to sleep. And he, leaping up, stood and walked. Oh, hallelujah. Got your walking shoes on tonight? And entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping. You got your leaping shoes on tonight? And praising God. I want to use for a text. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And tonight, with God's help, I want to preach on the time of a message. Rise up and receive your miracle. Let us pray. Pastor, please stand and pray, sir. Yes. Give them all strength and grace to minister your word. Yes, Jesus. And God, we pray for us, the hearers, that our hearts will be open, that we would not come just to spectate, but to be forever changed. Yes. God, those who are unsaved, that they would be saved tonight and avoid yes. eternal hell and go to a place of life forevermore. Yes. We pray those who are saved, that they be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes. The advertisement on the web for this revival is Rise Up. That wasn't me, but on the website, if you go to our website, it says Rise Up. How many ready to rise up? Amen. I'm, not ready, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not ready to be down. I don't want to be down. Amen. I don't want to be discouraged. I don't want to be oppressed. I don't want to be all weak and negative. I want to rise up because in the name of Jesus, there is power to rise up and walk the victory.
Rise up. Rise up means to get up, to arise, to raise or stand. In the Greek, in the Greek, it is based on the idea of collecting one's faculties. Now, as I was sitting there, I'm going to stop right for a moment, came to my mind about the prodigal son. There he was gone away, got away from his father's house, got all messed up in his mind. But then the Bible says when he came to himself, when he came to himself, he realized, what am I doing here in this pig pen? I'm going to get up. I'm going to rise up and I'm going to go back to my father's house. He had his mind made up. I'm not staying in this pig pen. I'm going to get up. I'm going to rise up and I'm going to go back to my father's house. Sometimes we got to get our thinking straight. And I hope God straightened out our, I said, our thinking. Can I get a witness? Our thinking. Back to this. In the Greek, it's based on the idea of collecting one's faculties. To waken, that is to rouse, literally from sleep. From sitting or lying down from disease. For For example, we're going to talk about the man that was lame. You know, some people are diseased. Amen. But we can wake up. And we can get something from God. How many want to have something from God? Now, when you think about Jesus, and that's what we were doing today, you know, sometimes you just got to say, Jesus. How many of us can just call on that name? I mean, you feel like you're frustrated. How many of us felt frustrated before? Maybe just to preach it. You just say, Jesus. Jesus. I need some help. And I need it right now. And the Bible says he's a present help. Hallelujah. Help you. My strength comes from the Lord. You see, when we speak Jesus, we speak power to be saved, to be set free. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 4, verse 12, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. That means delivered. That means changed. That means set free. There may be some people here tonight. You may need to be delivered from sin for the first time in your life. You've you've just been going through the motions. You have a form of godliness, but you deny the power thereof. But when Jesus saves you, he will deliver you from cheating, from lying, from cursing. He will deliver you from sex videos. This came to mind as I was praying earlier and working on the message and just came out the blue. Not everything that comes to my mind is God. But sex videos, pornography, it's still a sin. It'll ruin your mind. And you cannot look at a woman with a pure heart because all you think about is just undressing her. But thank God for salvation. I said, thank God for deliverance tonight, that when we repent, we repent of our sins, we'll stop doing it. I'm going to share something else. Young people do this, not just grown-ups. Young people send videos of one another. 
God doesn't want that going on. I knew a story of a man. He was paying money, using his debit card, young kid. Well, he wasn't a kid, maybe a teenager. I don't know what he was. Paying money to just look at pictures. God doesn't want that. God wants you to have some money. And if you're broke tonight, are you listening? Maybe you're spending your money on the wrong things. Amen. Say, preacher, let's get to the shouting and jumping part. Or let's get to getting right first. Get right, and then you can shout. Amen. You know, we used to sing in the Baptist church, get right, church, and let's go home. Get right, church, and let's go home. But sadly, some of them that I knew, they were just like me. When we got out of church, we heard the song, but we went straight to the liquor store. We went straight to get some Budweiser. Hello, or some other liquor, amen. And to play around and to dance and do this and do that. But I'm glad when you call on the name of Jesus. I'm glad when you call on the name of Jesus. But the Bible says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That means delivered. See, we speak the name of Jesus. Say, get the blind bar the mirrors. I will. You may not like it when I get there, but I will. When we speak the name of Jesus, people get saved. And people want to rise up out of sin. I said people want to rise up out of sin. You hear enough of Jesus, you want to get out of the sinning business. And if you hear enough of Jesus, you want to get the Holy Ghost. I said, there's a hunger and a thirst in your heart. I remember when I got saved in Germany, I wasn't with New Testament Christian Church. I was just out there in the field, lost, going crazy in my mind. Yeah, preacher was a bad person. Yes, I was, and I'm not proud of it. Amen. Losing my mind, thinking I was going to die at any day. But I called on Jesus. He changed me, delivered me. And when I came back to the States, I said, God, lead me. Lead me to a place. That's going to teach the truth. And the first night that I stepped in New Testament Christian Church, I went down to the altar. I still believe in getting out of my seat and go down to the altar. Not because the preacher. I was going to the altar before I got to New Testament Christian Church. It's not an NTCC thing for Brother Love. I was doing it when I was lost and on my way to hell. But I went down. And I lifted up my hands just like this. And I said, praise God. Hallelujah. I opened up my mouth. You know, some people don't open up their mouth. They like they got that quiet religion. They got that quiet. Well, preacher, don't find fault. Hannah, I got this written down. May as well get out of the way right now. Well, Hannah, Hannah, she was quiet. Oh, but she was ugly. Did you you look at it? Because the priest thought she was drunk. She was moving. I don't know what she was doing, but she wasn't worried about her hairdo that day. She was moving and whatever she was doing. But she got ugly. You know, sometimes you got to get ugly. Can I get a win? You got to get ugly. Amen. And she got the answer. But you know what? I was at that altar. I didn't care who was looking at me. I didn't think about who came to the altar. I came up. I was hungry. I said, I was hungry. I needed something from God. Amen. 
And Jesus filled me with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And that's what you need tonight. You need to get activated, reactivated. You need to get the Holy Ghost. You need to pray in the Holy Ghost like never before. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Get the Holy Ghost. But let's go on here. Miracles happen when we call on that name. A familiar passage of scripture here in Mark chapter 10, the Bible says how they came to Jericho, and as they went out of Jericho, that was blind by the mares, the son of Timaeus, sitting by the highway side begging. He was blind, you know, sadly, people are blinded by the God of this world. You know, sadly, some church folks done got blinded too. They done got sidetracked. Amen. They're just like sitting on the sideline. Amen. But I when I God, my God saved me, I was not a sideline Christian. Amen. Matter of fact, when I got the Holy Ghost, I went to the preacher and said, what you got going on tomorrow night? He said, we got soul. He looked at me crazy. He said, this guy serious? Is he really serious? I don't have people just coming and asking me what you got going on tomorrow. I said, what you got going on, sir? He said, we got soul winning. Guess what I said? I'll be there. He told me later on, he said, I was a little leery, weary about you, fella. I didn't know if you were going to make it. But it's not Brother Love that's making it tonight. It's the Holy Ghost. I said, it's the Holy Ghost working on the inside. Yes, he's still working on all of us. But I'm glad he hasn't given up on me and hasn't given up on you. We can get back out there. We can be fired up for Jesus. We don't have to be blinded by the God of this world. He goes on, listen to this. But he heard, the Bible says, and when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he heard his ears was open. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. What are you listening to? What is your faith at? What's your faith level? If it's low tonight, maybe you're not reading your Bible. Maybe you're not reading your Bible like you used to read your Bible. I know sometimes it's hard, but I pray this way. You don't have to pray this way, but this is where I pray. God, give me the grace to read my Bible. But not only read it, but give me the grace to want to live it. To want to live it. And that God, when I mess up, let me repent of it. Let me feel sorry for what I've done. Next times we go through this Christian life, we fall, but we don't stay down. I said we don't stay down. But let's read on. He said when he heard there was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus. Woo! Just that name. Jesus. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And here comes the crowd. Shut up. Be quiet. You're making a fool out of yourself. What are people going to think about you? 
I don't care what they think about me. We was having service, man, and he was up there leading. Reverend Devin, so I got up and started leading. I said, man, I got to dance. I was dancing before I got to church, though. I don't know what. But you know, I said, I got to dance. I got to just do something for God. It's not a show. I mean, I just feel like dancing. Amen. I used to dance in the nightclub. Why can't I dance with Jesus? I didn't know how to dance, and I may not know how to dance now. I used to try to be out there dancing and making food. But I don't care if I get in church and leap and dance. That's all right. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but that's okay. But listen to this. Listen to this. The crowd charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried, the more a great deal. The son of David, have mercy on me. When you are desperate for a miracle, for a change, nothing can shut you up. I said nothing can quiet you. Why? Because you want a miracle and you need it now. You need it now. And the Bible says, listen to this. The Bible says, and Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, be of good comfort. This is what Jesus said. Rise. In other words, rise up. Get ready to get your miracle. And the blind man, the Bible says, he threw away that garment, that beggar's garment. You know what? When you call on Jesus, you don't need to beg anymore. Amen. You don't need to beg anymore. Hallelujah. You can go to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's the one I want to be saying. Lord, have mercy on me. The Bible said, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace, whereby we may receive mercy and grace for help in time of need. How many need the grace of God to help them? And the Bible says, the cast away his garment rose and came to Jesus. He wasn't going back to the way things used to be. And Jesus answered said unto him, What would thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy faith had made thee whole. Now check this out. And immediately, immediately he received his sight. And listen now, he didn't go back. He followed Jesus in the way because Jesus is the way. He's the truth. He's the life. Amen. And we need him and we need to follow Jesus. Rise up and get your miracle. Now let's fast forward here to Acts chapter 3. A miracle in the making. They could probably be thinking about what they want to do, seeing here in a moment. A miracle in the making. Now, Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer. Know what it says. They went up together. They were united. There was no fussing. There was no cussing. Amen. Get quiet when you start talking about fussing. Fussing and cussing. Now, it's okay to have a little fuss, but don't put the curse word in there. Don't even use those sugar-coated words. You know those sugar-coated words. A little bit close. You know that word? 
I'll spell it for you. I won't say it, that D-A-R-N. That's a little close to the real deal. Say, God, help me with it. Amen. Help me. Help me with my attitude. Help me with my thinking. Amen. Because when you think about it, Peter, Peter and John and the rest of them, when you read prior to Jesus even dying and rising again, they were arguing about who's going to be the greatest. They weren't really united. They were fussing. Who's going to be the greatest? People always say, oh, you're going to be, that person's going to be great. This person, Jesus is the greatest. Lift up Jesus. Lift up him. Give him the glory. And even Peter. Peter was, now it's going to hit home because it hit home to me sometimes. And I have to say, God, help me. Even Peter was being a busybody. He was being nosy. He said to Jesus, he said, now they're up together, they're together now, but probably they, they weren't. He said, Jesus, what's this man going to do? Talking about John, what, what is John going to do? And I'm going to put it in a term that we used to say back home. M-Y-O-B. Just follow me. Said, preacher, what is M-I-M-Y-O-B? Just follow me. Mind your own business, just follow Jesus. Amen? That's a hard thing to do for a lot of us at times. Oh, we get quiet now, but that's all right. We'll pick it back up. Okay, hallelujah. (laughs) Well, here we go. They were united. They were together. And the Bible said, And a certain man lay from his mother's womb, was carried womb they laid daily. Oh, not, now this may not be the Lord, this may be me, but it just came to my mind. You know, some people get upset with the preacher, they, and, they, and, and you know, you can tell they're upset. Sometimes you can tell people just upset with the preacher. You know, amen? Now, we know no preacher is perfect, just like you're not perfect. But we don't have to get upset at the pastor. Amen? Oh, me? Help me. Help me, Lord. You know, I go, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Pray my strength to the Lord. And the Bible says, he laid there daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms. There he was begging of them that entered to the temple. Verse 3, we're seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asking alms. And listen to this. And Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John. Listen, with John. Fastened his eyes upon him with John. They are together. There's a lesson in this. We need to be together so we can see some miracles. I said we need to be together so we can see some miracles. Amen. And then Peter said, look on us. Something good is about to happen that's going to get you on your feet. Oh, hallelujah. Going to get you on your feet so you can get it together and you don't have to beg anymore. You can go get you a job. J-O-B, job. Amen. Three letters. Amen. How many need a job? Don't raise your hand. (laughs) Verse 5. 
And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive. Listen, he gave heed, he paid attention, he was alert, expecting to receive something of them. May God, may God by the Holy Ghost revive our expectations so that we can see miracles, so that we can experience a miracle for ourselves like never before. Amen? We need to have our expectation toward God. Listen to what David said. David said in Psalm 62, verse 5, My soul, wait thou only upon God. What was he saying? I'm looking to God for help. Amen? For my expectation. Really that word and that phrase is, My cord of hope is from him. Amen. I'm hoping that God is going to do something. How many are hoping for God to do something? Do something miraculous in your life. Change you. And then listen to this. And then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. You know, that's a message in itself. We can say, I give you Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. That's what you need. I give you Jesus. When you got Jesus, you got peace. When you got Jesus, you got love. When you got Jesus, you got hope. When you got Jesus, you got joy. Unspeakable, full of riches and glory. And so here, he said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we speak Jesus. We speak Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Rise up and walk. Rise up and get your miracle. Now know something. He told him to get up, but he didn't get up. But Peter took him by the right hand. You know, sometimes people need us to give them a boost. Amen. They need a boost. They want to get up, but they need somebody to just give them a hand. And Peter took him by the hand. And immediately, immediately, all strength went to his feet. And his ankle bones, that lame man, listen, he leaped up. Woo! And he stood. Hallelujah. Woo! I said he leaped up. And stood, but it didn't stop there, church. Guess what he did? He leaped up, he stood, and he began to walk and leap and began to praise God. Hallelujah. Walking and leaping and praising God. I'm not even playing basketball tonight. Hallelujah. Now I know some of you say, preacher, okay now, don't put on the show. Y'all can come to the piano. But I want to share this in closing. I want to share this in closing. The people saw him. You see, they saw him walking and leaping and praising God. They saw him. You know, there's no sin in people seeing us get excited. Amen. I don't want to be a Catholic Christian that's got to be pumped and primed. Amen. Come on. I don't want to be that kind of Christian. I want to have that fire. I know we all are different, but I want to have such a fire on my heart that I don't have to wait. I can initiate. Amen. When we speak, when we speak the name of Jesus, and this is where I'm going to close. When we speak the name of Jesus faithfully, consistently, unitedly, we will see more 
rising up out of sin, out of sorrow, out of shame, out of guilt, out of negativity. We will see the saints of God. We'll see the saints of God rise up out of lukewarmness and laziness, out of apathy, having no concern and no enthusiasm, and out of your anxieties, your worries. We'll see more Christians as we speak Jesus rise up out of mayhem, that's chaos, disorder in your life, misery, out of excuses, why we can't rise to the occasion. But I like what the Apostle Paul said. It's been one of my favorite verses throughout the Bible. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. It's brought miracles to my life. What is that preacher? Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. I can't do all things through Christ which strengthened me. There was a time in my life when I was down. There's been other times. But I was down and seemed like I was out for the count. But you know, a preacher said to me, you can do it. It was as if he was taking me by the hand. In the name of Jesus, you can do it. You don't have to stay down. You don't have to be discouraged. Everything's going to be all right. Let's rise up, church. Rise up and receive miracles from our God. God bless you, sir. God bless you. All right, come on up.